0: The Cubs decided to live on the margins, and they're bad at it. We talk about the weekend to open the second half and a whole lot more right now.
1: You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show and be a part of our community by following on your preferred audio platform. And you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. This episode of Locked On Cubs is brought to you by eBay Motors, a championship team, is about each player being a perfect fit, and it's the same with your vehicle. For parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit. On ebaymotors.com, let's ride with eBay Motors. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions apply. Cubs lose two out of three to the Red Sox that are now 43-49. and 49 and eight games back first place in the NL Central. The Cubs begin the second half emphasizing uh, their thirst to be average and their very obvious flaws. and we feel here on the show it needs to be further called out. They also have a complicated path forward in addition to this, although uh, much of this would be lessened if they actually got on a roll. We'll see if that happens. They did not do that out of the gate as the stretch of 10 games in which we said they need to go seven and three to remain in the mix. They all are already Sam one and two president of baseball operations. Jed Hoyer chose to live on the margins. They made it clear. And quite frankly, they built a team that is bad at it.
1: Yeah. You know, two things are true that that stuck out this weekend to me and I noticed myself, less you, but myself and a lot of our a lot of my Twitter, Twitter interactions trying to choose one or the other. And the answer is it's both. And it's this. On one hand, it's the awful, horrendous daily lineup decisions, terrible margin play, like stealing on a 3-0 pitch they did today. That should have been an out. It wasn't. Yikes. They got lucky. Um Because at the end of the day, when you do look at the talent and you look at the team in Milwaukee, I still feel like the Cubs are the better team and that Milwaukee's eight games better and are probably going to win this division. And that's where the margins stick out. And people say, hey, you know, you guys don't talk about that too much. Maybe we do. However, it just it feels like. With the correct batting order, they'd be three, four games better. With some correct decisions early in the year, like I closing, they'd be a couple games better. However, or in addition to that, there is also, and Matt, you've pointed this out to me off the air, such a lack of production that makes this lineup conversation so important because yeah. typically in a big league lineup, You don't have to talk about the lineup that much because everybody's supposed to be able to produce at some level, right? And so there's this push and pull of margins, but there's also lack of production. And when you put together both poor decision-making on the margins and guys like Happ and Suzuki, and I have to be honest, Matt, Nico Horner not producing to the level that they are supposed to be producing – You get a team that's six games below and eight games out. I mean, if you look at Ian Happ, Seiya Suzuki, and and Nico Horner's numbers in July, I mean, Nico Horner, he had that lucky, meaningless ninth-inning triple that's going to really make his line look better than it was. Before that, he was seven for his last 60 with 13 strikeouts. And and this is a guy that's very reliant on putting the ball in play, very reliant on hitting for average. If he's not hitting at least 280-290, he's not being productive. So the point is this. David Ross has done a bad job, but I'm done with the lineup thing, blaming David Ross. It's now on Jed. It's become so egregious that it's on Jed. And he even said in the booth on Friday night that, you know, offensively the high leverage stuff, they just got to figure it out. There's not much that they could do. Sure. There is switch the order up. Stop hitting half in the middle of the order. He stinks at it. Yeah. It was just a major dose in
0: reality over the weekend. It's, and, it's, and I'm it's not, gonna... not, it's not as if much has changed. It's just, I think it's hitting us in the face more.
1: And I'm not going to sit here and, and say I told you so because I felt like this in March because early in the year, the lineup was producing, you know, right? So and, and, I, and everybody was saying correctly, hey, Sam, you were wrong about that. It looked great. But then after three months of the same thing, Matt, there hasn't been one ounce of of a sign of change, it's the same verse righties exactly. versus lefties. It's the same thing, and then there's also just a massive lack of production. And when they're when they're really out of it, we'll dig in deeper to say we'll dig in deeper to Hap uh, because those guys, it, it's becoming a lost season. So Have, yeah,
0: you can you can make a case, and again, we're not going to try to wedge anything in everything in today. I think that would be poor on our part. But no, it would, You be- can make a case that those guys ruined the year.
1: You can make a very, and, a very. And we'll
0: just we'll leave it at that for now. You can,
1: and and you can make a case that those two guys are the worst hitters on the team right now. Yeah, yeah. And the thing about the lineup is that they're only good at getting on base, and, right. and they And they don't hit in the beginning of the order.
0: Yeah, and that. And I did even more digging on Sunday about just major league lineups in general. I reflected on my own coaching, even. You know, just historically, what teams do? What did the good teams do? I I, I looked into the Rays a lot this weekend, and uh, as well again, even though they're a little bit in another sphere altogether, but sure, really, spots one through four have have been the same for for three hundred years in the sport. Yeah. That the leadoff guy gets on base, the two hitter puts the ball in play, right? The three hitter puts the ball in play. Make a case that two three is their best hitter. Yep. And the four-hitter hits for power. And drives it's the and run. same. And and produces runs. It's it's the same with those four spots, and three of those four automatically bat in the first inning, by the way. So not only do you have players that can't do that, Hap is not a three-hitter, hap is not a four-hitter, Suzuki's not a three-hitter, Suzuki's not a four-hitter. They're really hurting the team. They have. Now 92 games in two guys that don't hit for power and you don't have to get your magnifying glass out to realize they don't hit for average. Right. So why are they hitting three, four and and not only is this team bad at the margins, but I wanted to give a high leverage update, Jed Hoyer, because you want to keep pressing the rewind button on that when you're in the broadcast booth that is when we can actually hear you because Joe Girardi never shuts up. Anyway, <laughs> he was he had a really
1: Joe Girardi had a really rough weekend.
0: He he was awful. Courtesy of FanGraphs, which has an amazing stat category called clutch. Literally that's the name of it. The Cubs are still 92 games in. Still last in clutch hitting and they are second to last in clutch pitching. I mean, it just goes
1: bad to worse for this team. And it's, and it, and everything that we're talking about, and there's still only six under imagine if, <laughs> if, 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 if they were just average in the clutch, they'd be in first place.
0: Yeah, that's, Oh my gosh.
1: It's it, it, it's a, and, and that's the part of the season, Matt, that's difficult because the E and I say this, I feel like I say this once a week. The easy right. thing to do as a fan is say, "Oh, they stink. Move on." But there's a lot of things that don't stink, um, and and if they were just a little bit better in certain areas. But 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 to me, it comes down to the the, the two sections: margins and lack of productions from guy production yeah. from guys you need to produce. And if you want to be a glass half full guy, at least Jed knows now. Hey. Can't go into next year and build this lineup around Happ and Suzuki and Horner and Swanson. They are supplementary, complementary players. Um, We need to go out and get some serious slug. Now, I would argue Milwaukee has a worst lineup, but that's what happened. You know, Milwaukee flourishes on the margins, and you can get away with having a bad lineup when you're A-plus on the margins, which I think the Cubs are trying to do, and as you said, they fail at it. They're awful. Yeah, and how is Bellinger hitting fifth tonight? No clue. Last seventeen
0: games, he's slashing four forty four, four seventy eight, seven thirty with five homers.
1: And, and morell's not a three hitter. No, no. Can we flash up my lineup? Is, is you the know time the truth is, Sam, the Cubs don't have a good lineup. Yeah. Well, and and it's optimized. So I mean, look at Sunday's
0: way. lineup: Talkman, yeah. Horner, morell Happ, Bellinger, Suzuki, Gomes, Mancini, and Mastrovoni. Well,
1: Mancini's. That was a starting lineup in game 92. Now, here's your lineup. This is this is my lineup if Swanson's back and you're facing just a regular righty. Right. And uh, so I'll let you take this and then I'll burst your bubble. Yeah. Ian Happ, Seya Suzuki, Nico Horner, Cody Bellinger, Dansby Swanson, as Joe Girardi would say, Michael Talkman. <laughs> Correct. Uh, Miguel... Why doesn't Miguel Amaya get the chance to DH ever? No. Clue. He's one of the better hitters on the team and one of the best prospects in the organization. Morel Gomes. That should be the lineup. And then when, when Madrigal comes back, then somebody's going to lose some PAs, either Talkman or morell whatever it is. But this and I know you're going to say that hey, this lineup's still not good, or whatever you're <laughs> whatever you're going to say. All I'm going to say is you can't. Can you do a side by side? You can't tell me that my lineup's not better than that.
0: Oh, um,
1: no, I don't think so. Let's see. No, I mean, look at that. That that lineup is optimized for success. That lineup's optimized for leaving
0: early. <laughs> yeah, Sunday in your lineup is uh, very different. But I gotta say, this lineup, Sam, and I, I like it. Okay, so there's there's my opinion. But it's a uh, it's a fantasy. But why? It's a fantasy. One of the reasons is because Morrell is unplayable at third, actually. It's a defensive reason. His footwork is as bad as his arm angle. Yeah. And, uh, and then I have I, – I poured over the Hap thing this weekend. I can't for the life of me find on record where someone said he doesn't like leadoff. So – If I was unfair about that, I'd like to publicly apologize, although it might have been on a radio interview, so there's no written archive of it. I've just heard heard, rumors of it. How about this column from Sunday from Sahadev in The Athletic? Here's a sentence, quote, and changing Hap's spot in the lineup doesn't appear to be on the table as Ross knows Hap takes comfort in knowing where he's playing and what spot he's hitting daily, close quote. (laughs)
1: That's not good. As Suzuki hits a hundred seven mile an hour grounder right at third. <laughs> so yeah, that so lineup that is, doesn't really matter. That is he's hitting solid. The ball hard because it's on the ground and he's hitting it to the defenders. Oh my gosh! No, yeah. this lot. Li- you know, if I were the manager, this would be the lineup. If you had a problem with it, you're you're off the team. How's that? <laughs> right. Explain to me why Miguel. And by Amaya- the way, they spent a lot of money for this lineup. To be bad. Why, why? Why is Miguel Amaya not playing? Yeah, you
0: know what? That is a shame, I, and I'm glad you're bringing it up as much as you are, and deservedly
1: so. I get, where, I get. Where is but, the guy? But let me let me clarify here, Matthew. I get, rock, paper, scissors with Rios. I, for, first of all, first of all, he doesn't even catch Hendricks anymore. And when he did, Hendricks was great. Yeah, two in a I, row, he doesn't catch Hendricks. I get that he, you know, there's certain guys you don't want him to catch. But today, Mancini was the DH. In what world is Mancini a better option at DH than Amaya this season? Never. Never. Unless, never,
0: never, unless there was a big sample size against a lefty. That
1: Mancini has. Right, that's right. it.
0: Right. So. That's it. So you know that's I, I,
1: that's, and, that's pretty much the show. And I agree. And 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 guys, here's the takeaway from from Monday's show. As you're getting into your car or or driving, here's the takeaway: two things. Because I don't want to see. Hey, they're. T- they haven't produced well enough, and they haven't been good enough on the margins. It's not one or the other; it's both together. And the gentlemen that yeah. haven't produced well enough are these three names. And I have to be fair and put Nico Horner in there because yeah. he, he he's not hitting Horner to it's a lesser extent because it's only been about a month or maybe about three really bad weeks for Nico. Right. And 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 by the way, just to quickly summarize Sunday's game, that that hit that they gave him on that ball that. Uh, hit off Horner. That's an error, and and right, Justin, right Justin Steele Justin should have had five unearned runs today, and he still should be in the Cy Young race. I know it doesn't oh. matter, but it matters to him, and that's that was that wasn't right. Okay, and that's yeah, all it's a say. shame. Yeah, a- especially your home scorer. Okay? Questionable scoring decision. Yeah. And 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 Boog and Jay and and Girardi immediately immediately start making excuses. It was a Sunday, hopping and it hit Crazy. you in the chest. Make the make the throw or 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 take the air.
0: Yeah, I didn't um, see a Sunday hop there at all.
1: Um, um, well, Sunday well, hop means a favorable hop. By the way, is that what they said? No, no, no. I'm saying it was a good hop. Oh, they, okay. they're saying it was like a terrible hop, and he couldn't make a play. It was right at his chest. He could have made the play. Right. Um, Got to catch the ball. And then, uh, but but Happ and Suzuki have been awful for like months. Awful. And I, And I just like, especially with Hap, I mean, that double play he grounded to in the first inning, Uh, that pitch was at his letters. That's a ball that should be hit in the air. It's it's ground ball city. Coming up next, Marcus Stroman pitched well again, and then he called
0: out Jed Hoyer in his front office. If you haven't heard that yet, you'll want to next. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper, a brand new partner here on the show. Sleeper is a fantasy sports and real money gaming app focused on bringing people together through sports and gaming. Sleeper has become the fastest organically growing fantasy platform in the world with over 5 million active users in 2022. At Sleeper, it's not just about sports, it's about building personal connections and lasting memories. Sleeper is now offering up to an 100 times payout for up to 8 pick contests. Choose as many as 8 players that you like, and pick more or less on your favorite stats like homers, strikeouts, hits and more. Use promo code locked on and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. The Cubs play the Nationals at 7:05 p.m. Central Monday and you can listen to every Pitch with the Cubs' hometown broadcast on SiriusXM. On the SXM app, search Cubs or tune into channel 844 and catch the Cubs all season long on SiriusXM. The Cubs have two of the more intriguing players on the potential trade market in Marcus Stroman and Cody Bellinger. It almost sickens me to say that because uh, this would be the third year the Northsiders are selling. And the second in a row since we've t- uh, taken over this show uh, in July of last year, and Stroman put out a public challenge to the front office of the Cubs after his start on Saturday, and I am going to read it to you now. "Quote: Everyone's always putting this emphasis on we need to play good in seven days, ten days, and that we could be buyers, but I don't actually believe in that. The division's wide open, and then." If you even look deeper than that as an organization, why wouldn't you want to be competitive for multiple years, year after year? Belly's a guy who changes your lineup. Why would you want him to get away? Why would you want a guy like myself who goes out there and gives you quality starts, close quote? So strong uh, sentiments from Strowman, highlighting what the plan is moving forward, because there could be more value in keeping these guys. We got plenty of time to talk about it. But two key pieces for what should be a winning team, and he rightfully called them out. Did you think it was right? I don't think that's right. You don't think so?
1: No, I don't, because first well, of all,
0: in principle, what he's done in terms of being outspoken, probably not right. He's just speaking, he's just, he's just, uh,
1: uh, but his know, content has been right. He's just, uh, but, but if the Cubs aren't, if the Cubs are 10, 11 games out, why would, why wouldn't they explore trading those guys? If they can get a great return, they could bring both of them back as free agents if they want. Yeah, but you're make, I think
0: your chances are lower. So what? Right. I, I, well, then if you think, if you think they're suitable replacements, then fine. I just—I don't know if there is. I don't necessarily look at the mark and say, "Hey, this guy, you know,
1: is better or as good." I just think these conversations are so dumb because we don't know the phone calls. The Cubs are not going to trade Marcus Stroman for nothing. If they're blown away by a deal, they're going to make it. So we can judge it when it happens. I think the
0: return needs to be high for sure.
1: Yeah. But at the end of the day with Marcus Stroman and with Cody Bellinger, they stink as a team. They don't, they don't stink because of those two guys. Those two guys have been awesome, but it's, it's just, it's just enough already with the Stroman stuff. Okay. It's just enough. He's not helping the team. He's, he's egging on the fan base. He's just perpetuating what the fans want to say. It's just enough. in, In my opinion, the Cubs Cubs have three options, right? Option number one is trade those guys and then potentially get them back in the offseason. Option number two is trade those guys, try to get it back in the offseason, or they say, heck no, and they move on. And option number three is extending them so you don't have to worry about it. I don't think the Cubs are in a place right now where they're close enough to winning where they could say, all right, we're going to extend marcus strowman um uh, because we, in, unless the, the money makes sense like it did for hap and even that's been obviously poor to his because of his performance but you just I, I don't think many teams that are that are that are 43 and 49 are extending players before the trade deadline it doesn't make no, sense no i don't, i actually don't think
0: that's an option i would yeah. just I, it's a whole it's really more of a hold scenario and how much good does that do so
1: if you hold him and then he leaves then you look even worse Right. I just, I, I'm i just. That's why it's really complicated. Yeah. I just don't think it's that complicated. Like for me, it's like Jed's going to make, and, and Jed's been pretty good at this part of the job. He's like last year, he didn't like any of the deals for Contreras and Hap. So he held on to him. Um, I just want to know if they plan on winning in 2024. Cause these they plan players Matt, could Matt, help. They planned on winning this year. It's just, they well, haven't, they haven't. Yeah. Like the the idea that he wants to sell, he built a team that he thought had a chance to compete they failed. they failed because of him they failed because him being Hoyer they failed because right. of Ross and and they failed because of the players but he didn't build this team to stink and ultimately sell. That's egregious right. or they would or they wouldn't have went out and signed Dansby Swanson. It just hasn't worked out and so that's a problem idea- though. A huge problem. Yeah. But my, but my point is this this whole thing of, well, let's just keep Stroman and Bellinger. Well, you're still going to have the same conversation, even if you keep them at the end of the year is, hey, please come back. They're going to hit the market for sure. They're going to hit the market. Yeah. So I just. The, the, right. So
0: you're saying if they could get pieces that make the team next year better and beyond,
1: you have to do it. If they if if they continue to lose, if they sweet, right? If they continue to lose, right? Yeah, if they're if they're in a in a point where they feel like they're four or five games out at the deadline with like Cincinnati coming to town, sure. And they and they then you hold on to them because you can make a run this year. Yes, sure, sure. But I just I don't think it's this. I I just I guess I don't I don't take trading these guys that serious is like a slap in the face. I just don't. Okay. Uh, The team. I I watch the team every day. They're not good. Right. Um, And, and, and obvious flaws. And that's the problem. That's Jed's problem. What would be a bigger problem is saying, Hey, I know it's the wrong business decision to keep these guys, but I want to save face and, and, and keep them. And then you hurt the organization's future by not moving them. It's, it's a complicated conversation. I guess I just, I just know what I watch every single day, and I just don't think the Jed Hoyer slapping the Cubs in the face by the Cubs fans by trading him, he slapped the Cub fans in the face on accident or metaphorically, by continuing to 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 employ the same manager, by having Jamison Tyone be a $68 million bust, and Trey Mancini be one of the worst position players in baseball, and then building the lineup around two guys that have as much power as Darwin Barney. That's the stuff that I take offense to. Not right. saying, oh, this isn't working out this year, we have to make a move. That's my perspective. I like it. I appreciate you sharing.
0: <laughs> uh, the Cubs have... I'm for- I'm upset have played three games in the second half. They're one and two. We said they need to go seven and three on this homestand. They have seven games left, three with the Nationals, four with the Cardinals, and we're going to start to preview the week coming up next. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, Cubs and Nationals as the nation's capitals baseball team comes to town, all 7.05 Central Standard Starts. It's going to be Smiley versus Gore, Tyone versus Corbin, who is uh, Dave Martinez said is scheduled uh, to come off the paternity list on Tuesday to make that start. And Hendricks against Williams. Jamer Candelario exited Friday's game with a thumb injury and hasn't played since and is not expected to return at least for Monday's game, and he's their best player. Well, another favorable series for the Cubs in terms of uh, strength of schedule, and, and the Red Sox are actually a hot team right now. But uh, I think they're a lot good. of people they're, got that wrong last week. They're they're better than the Cubs. They've won seven out of eight. Um, but not, these are three favorable
1: matchups, and uh, they have to win these games. Hold on one second. Don't move. Don't move. Just talk. Talk F- filibuster for me. I, I pro- this is show related for ten seconds. They have to win these three games because
0: uh, then you got four with your division rival Cardinals and, you know, two only three losses that they're able to take in this homestand. They already have two. So yeah, it's going to be hard to go six and one this week, but you almost have to do it. And uh, maybe more realistic would be
1: five and two. If you can't sweep, I got a broom in my hand. If you're on audio. Uh-huh. this is a must sweep series the two out of three does nothing when all three games that's it when three games and, and, and you're four and two on the homestand and, and 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 everything is back on track to be able to go seven and three i thought I'm you not, were talking into your headphones for a no, minute. no no i just i didn't i couldn't put it back because i had my broom in my hand it, it it's a sweep <laughs> or bust Three in a row, get it done. You're facing a Have struggle, to. a struggling Gore, who's on lefty, and then a Corbin who hasn't been good in years, lefty. Uh, two two guys the Cubs hit, or two sides you know the right. Cubs hit, and then Trevor Williams, who embarrassed the who Cubs. Was Cy Young earlier in, 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 in the nation's capital. Yeah. Find a way to win three games, <laughs> and we'll revisit this on Thursday.
0: Schedule reminders and how favorable it is for the Cubs. Uh, again, three with the Nationals. Brewers have an off day coming off a sweep of the Reds on Monday. And then three at the Phillies. Reds host the Giants for four. Shout out to the everydayers that are with us all five episodes throughout the week. And you be coming every day or by checking us out each and every weekday. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for Locked On Cubs on YouTube as we make the push to 5,000 subs. And smash the like button for the algorithm. Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts and streaming on SiriusXM. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked on Cubs.